0: not that cold. I can still feel my toes, but your lips are kind of blue. Oh, that's probably just the reflection of the water. How much further do you think it is? Uh, maybe about an hour? What? Welcome to KidCast. I'm Kara O'Donoghue, and swimming the Irish Sea with me to studio this week is the wonderful Fia Wolf. Hello, Fia. Hi. You know, Fia, I didn't admit this before we got into our swimming togs, but I was actually a little bit worried that that swim might have been a bit challenging for us because we haven't had lessons for so long because of COVID. How did you get on when you went back to swimming? I found it a little bit difficult, but because of my
1: amazing swimming teacher, Evelyn, she helped me remember how to swim again.
0: It sounds like you have a lovely swim teacher. You're very lucky. And you know when you first started learning to swim?
1: I first started learning to swim when I was seven weeks old at Water Babies. Seven weeks
0: old, that's incredible And where do you like to swim the most?
1: I like to swim the most in the pool in Kilishi. I love that the water is really warm but not too warm and not too cold
0: Just the perfect temperature Yeah Where's the most unusual place that you've swam?
1: Probably at this summer camp with my friend Rachel We had to swim in the canal
0: The canal? Yeah I heard that like a canal can be quite dirty, was it dirty? No, but there were fishes there You were swimming with the fish in the canal? Yes. Did you catch any fish?
1: At the last day of the summer camp, they allowed us and we caught loads. They were only these really small ones though.
0: Oh my goodness, that sounds like an incredible summer camp. Tell me, what do you do to stay safe in the water?
1: I never swim alone, I don't go of my depth, and I float on my back when I get tired. They
0: are very wise tips. I especially like flipping over onto your back to take a little rest.
1: I actually have a swimming-related riddle for you this week. Oh, fantastic. Off you go. 20 people jumped into a swimming pool, but 24 heads popped up.
0: How is that possible? 20 people jumped into the swimming pool, but 24 heads came back up, yeah? Mm-hmm. And were there four people already in the swimming pool before those 20 people jumped in? No. Okay. Right now, I'm drawing a bit of a blank, but I guess I'm going to have to wait until the end of the show to find out. Now, I know today is a super busy show, so can you tell our listeners what we have to look forward to? Absolutely.
1: We're going to start off in England with sisters Lara and Emily. Bobby is standing by with his mystery sounds. Siobhan will be popping in with her brilliant books review. And the highlight of 2021 so far for me, interviewing the leader
0: of our country. T-shock me, Home Martin? Yes. This week, I'm at the Shock. Are you serious? I cannot wait to hear that interview, Fia. But first of all, we're gonna to have to head over to Kate and Dermot, who are standing by with the news.
2: KidCast News. Hi, I'm Kate and I'm Dermot. Reporting from Pass News. In this week's headlines, malaria vaccine hailed as breakthrough. Bogie, the traveling dog, the oldest person to fly to space. And the world's largest pumpkin is grown in Italy. A malaria vaccine has proved to be 77% effective in early trials and could be a major breakthrough against the disease. In Africa, malaria kills more than 40,000 people a year, mostly children. Researchers say this vaccine could have a major public health impact. Boji, a stray dog in Istanbul, Turkey, uses public transport to travel around the city every day. Boji is an incredibly smart dog who has gained the locals' attention by independently using the tram line and even railway. This month, famous actor William Shatner has made history as the oldest person to fly to space. The 90-year-old has gone where no 90-year-old has gone before. Some 55 years after he first hit our screens in the original Star Trek. In California, the 48-year-old annual pumpkin weigh-off has always been a favorite among pumpkin growers. This year's winner weighed 540 kilograms. However, it was not quite big enough to win the world record prize. A new world record was set in Italy this September with a pumpkin weighing 1,226 kilograms. That's about the weight of a small car. I'm Kate. And I'm Dermot, and, and that's your
0: Kate cast News. Great news stories. Thanks, Kate and Dermot. Fia, a pumpkin, the weight of a small car. Can you even imagine that?
1: No. Halloween, I normally have very small pumpkins.
0: Definitely not the size of a small car. So what would be the biggest pumpkin that you've ever had? How big would it be?
1: Um... Maybe the size of a watermelon.
0: Well, that kind of sounds like a pretty normal, average size pumpkin. I wonder how they even managed to grow a pumpkin that big, because it would have had to have been fairly deep under the ground, don't you reckon?
1: hmm It must have taken them years.
0: We should look that up and find out how long does it take to grow a pumpkin that weighs the size of a car. Now, the mention of that Italian pumpkin really started to get me thinking about when am I going to get on a plane again? Because over the past 18 months, so many of us haven't managed to get on a plane and go on holidays abroad. So I am looking for some good holiday recommendations. Have you got any holiday recommendations for me, Thea? Probably Austria. That's a great place. (laughs) And what did you do there? There was a water
1: park there. It was called a Freibad and there was a giant diving board which was up really high. And there were some slides there too. There are lots around Austria. They have lots of Freibads like we have lots of playgrounds.
0: And what was the most interesting thing that you did in Austria?
1: Probably visiting the Schönbrunn Castle in Vienna. We got to dress up as kings and queens and my mum wore a wig. We got to visit all the rooms in the castle. One of the rooms was the children's learning room. We got to do one of the exercises where you have to walk across the room balancing books on your head.
0: Oh my goodness, and were you able to walk across the room without the books falling off? No, maybe about half the way. And why did little princes and princesses have to learn how to walk across the room balancing books on their heads in the olden days? To practice standing up straight
1: and tall and walking properly.
0: Well, Austria sounds like a place that I would love to visit and definitely go to the Schönbrunn Castle. Any other holidays that you'd recommend? Definitely England. We went there when I was five and we took a train to Peppa Pig World. We also went to London. And what did you do in London? There's lots of really interesting places to see there. We visited Buckingham Palace. Did you see the Queen? No, she wasn't home. How do you know? Because the flag wasn't flying. Ah, uh, do you know where she probably was? In one of her houses. <laughs> in, yeah, in one of her lovely fancy houses. If she's not in Buckingham Palace, she's generally in Windsor, in her castle in Windsor, or she loves going up to Scotland as well. Anything else you saw in London? Oh yeah, we went to see Big Ben. Did you know that... Only the bell inside Big
1: Ben is called Big Ben, the clock isn't.
0: When we're talking about Big Ben, we're actually only talking about the bell, we're not talking about the whole clock tower, is that what you mean? Mm -hmm. Now that you've said it, I do know that, but when I think of Big Ben, I always think of the clock tower, and I think most people do too. Mm -hmm. Oh, there it is now! And that must mean that it's time to go around the world to... England!
1: My name is Lara. And I'm Emily. Our dad is from Galway. And our mum is from Dublin. We both are from England and live in Greenwich, which is a town in London. England is part of the United Kingdom, which is made up of England, Scotland, Wales, and Northern Ireland. 56 million people live in England. That's over 10 times more people than Ireland. Hi, Lara. Hi, Emily. Welcome to KidCast. Hi. London is such a cool place to live. I was there when I was five, and I remember it being such a busy place with so many people. We live in Greenwich, and it's on the edge of London, so it's a bit more quieter. England is Ireland's closest neighbour, and of course you speak English like us too. So I'm really interested to find if our lives are much the same or quite different. But first, Greenwich sounds very familiar. Can you explain why we might have heard of it before? Well, because time is all based on Greenwich, and Greenwich is like the start of um, time, so... Countries can be hours behind Greenwich or ahead of Greenwich. Oh, what kind of money do you use? Pounds and pence. We use euros and cents. Hmm, what's the weather like? Pretty similar to Ireland, but it's usually a bit warmer in London. Nice, I wouldn't mind that. Tell me about your school. What age do you start at? We start at age four in reception. And I'm in year four, which you go in when you're eight or nine. That sounds a bit like second class or third class. It's third class. And what class are you in, Emily? Year three. How long is the day? They start at 8.50am and I finish at 3.20pm. All right, so we have a shorter day than you. Do you have a uniform? In most schools in Greenwich, um, they do, but in our school, we don't. Do you get a packed lunch or is there a cafeteria? There is a cafeteria. In our school, but some people choose to have packed lunches and bring them to school. What sports are popular in England? Football. My friend's brother likes yeah Liverpool. Is that in England? Yeah. What do you like to watch on TV? On Disney Plus, I like watching Disney movies. We have Disney Plus too. I like watching Netflix. And I like playing Minecraft, but I do both of those at the same time. I do that too. I love doing that. Sometimes I don't actually look at the TV program. I just look at Minecraft and I just play. What is a typical English dish? Lots of people eat um, fish and chips. My dad adores that. We actually had that last night for dinner. What do you do with your friends? Well, I like playing tag with my friends in my school. I like playing four square. You use a rubber ball and you have to let it bounce in um, your square. And then you have to hit it in somebody else's square. Don't hit it, they're out. Sounds like a good game. Can you tell me a little about royal family? The Queen lives in Buckingham Palace. Can you tell me about some of the animals you would find in London City? There is lots of foxes that come into our garden and you see a lot of squirrels in the park and pigeons in the centre of London. Thank you so much Lara and Amelie for joining me on KidCast. That was so interesting. Bye.
0: Bye. That was a lovely trip over to Greenwich in England. Thank you so much Lara and Amelie. Fia, what do you think after chatting to the girls? Do you reckon that Ireland is very similar to England or is it quite different? It's quite similar because we both speak the same language
1: and our weather is quite similar as well. But the one big difference is that
0: they have royalty. That's right. They have the queen and they have princes and princesses. Do you think it'd be nice to have royalty in Ireland? Yes, it would
1: be really nice.
0: Remind us what we have instead. We have a president and a Taoiseach. Very good. And we'll be finding out a little bit more about the Taoiseach later on in the show, won't we? Yep. I'm really looking forward to that. Do
1: you know what I find quite funny? Yeah? Is that in England... The police officers are called Bobbies.
0: That's right. The police officers are called Bobbies. I wonder would they find the word gardee or garda strange for our policemen? Do you know why the police officers in England are called Bobbies? No. So modern day policing, as we know it, that's the type of policing that we would use today. It was created by a man called Sir Robert Peel about 300 years ago. And he was the British Home Minister at the time. So Bobby comes from Robert. That's right. Speaking of Bobby, that
1: reminds me.
0: Hi, I'm Bobby with today's Mystery Sound. Hi Bobby. Hi here. So Bobby, you have some very interesting mystery sounds that you sent in, isn't that right? Yeah. Are you ready for my first mystery sound here? I think so. Right, I think so too. I'm bracing myself here. So let's have it. Here is mystery sound number one.
1: shower
3: yeah wow
0: oh my goodness we are off to a great start it sounded like the steam and then the water coming down amazing gosh i barely had time to even process that one myself uh well done fia. so we've got one point for fia and we've got uh zero points for kira and we've got zero points for bobby so we've got fia in the lead at the moment okay bobby do you reckon that your second mystery sound is harder or easier than the first one uh i think a little harder, yeah, I think harder. You're going to go with harder. So, are you confident that we're, that via is not going to get this second one? Yeah, I think so. Okay, I wonder if our listeners at home got that first one as quick as Fia, and if they're going to find this second one hard, like you said, Bobby.
1: Yeah, it's my second mystery sound. <laughs>
0: Was it that or the spilling? Spilling, spilling something. Sophia thinks it might be spilling something. It did sound like something spilling over. Are we are we kind of close, Bobby, with spilling something? Yeah, it's you're close. You're cl- We're close. Okay, do you think maybe we should listen to it again?
1: Yeah. Because
0: I don't think it's good enough to say spilling something because that could be like anything in the world. I know, but it could, be, it, it could be anything in the world. Right, well, let's listen to it again and see if we can be a bit more specific. Okay, here we go. Ooh. I have two guesses. Okay, she's got two guesses. Guess number 1. I think one might be dice. No. Um do you think it sounds like small things spilling or does it sound like large heavy things spilling? Sounds a bit like small things. Are we are we on the right track with small things, Bobby? Yeah, yeah. It's it's like a, it has a tiny bit of weight and it's small. Yeah. So small things that don't weigh very much. Will we go for one more guess? I was going to go
1: magnets and I was going to go money. Don't know which.
0: Magnets or money, Bobby?
1: No, you are out of guesses. Tell us what it is. It was ice cubes. Uh... Was it ice cubes? Yeah, we were pouring ice cubes into a cup from our fridge. Oh, wow. That
0: was such a good sound to think of. I know, but they are like dice. They're, they're
1: Well, I know, but some aren't.
0: I think she's etching for another point here, Bobby. Are we going to give her another point? <laughs> okay. She got a, a very close one. I am going to declare a draw. One point for Fia and one point for Bobby. But zero points for you. <laughs> That's true. Zero points for me. That happens a lot on this show.
1: Thank you so much for sending in those mystery signs, Bobby.
0: You're
3: welcome. Bye.
1: Bye.
3: Hi, I am Siobhan DeLinde and this week I am bringing you my Brilliant Books Review. I enjoy reading books because they will bring you to a whole new world. Books can also be very exciting. My first favourite books that got me hooked on reading were about women in history because I loved learning about all the cool things women did. Currently, I'm reading The Twins of St. Clairs by Enid Blyton. This book is very exciting and very different to my own school. As the title says, it's about two twin sisters, Pat and Isabel, and their new school, St Clair's. St Clair's is a boarding school for girls. Pat and Isabel don't want to go at first but start to make friends and get up to mischief. I really loved reading about their Midnight Feast and how they planned it. I was worried they would get caught and into trouble but couldn't wait to read what happened next. I will not tell you any more about it to keep it a surprise for when you read it. I rate this book 5 out of 5. There are 8 more books in this series and I cannot wait to read them all. So that's my Brilliant Books Review. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. Bye!
0: That was excellent, Siobhan. Thank you so much for your Brilliant Books Review. Fia, are you a big reader?
1: I'm a very big reader. I absolutely adore reading. I just started Harry Potter and I love it. And I also got a Kobo for my birthday and I've started reading Judy Moody books.
0: What is a Kobo that you just mentioned?
1: A Kobo is a bit like a tablet but it's smaller and you can only read on it
0: all right so it's like a kindle
1: yeah but the only difference between a kindle and a kobo is that a kobo you can get books from the library and put it on that
0: oh excellent that sounds like a great piece of equipment i love downloading books from the library so i think i might have to get myself a kobo Fia, you know it's not bring your pet to studio day, don't you? Well, unless he escaped, my dog Bruno is still at home. Well, we all know that dogs have an incredible sense of smell and they can sniff their way back to their owners.
1: Did you know that no two dog noses are
0: alike, just like human fingerprints? I did not know that, thank you for that incredible fact. And did you know that dogs are amazing at... Did you know all
1: puppies are born deaf? But when fully grown, dogs' ears work ten
3: times better than humans'. Did you know one of the world's smallest dogs was a chihuahua called Miracle Millie from Puerto Rico? She was smaller in height than a can of Coke. Did you know dogs can only see yellow and blue and combinations
2: of those colours? This makes most of the world a greyish-brown to their eyes.
3: Did you know petting and looking at dogs releases a happy feeling called oxytocin for both humans and dogs? Did you know dogs have three eyelids? Did you know dogs can smell up to 100,000 times better than humans?
1: Did you know the world's oldest breed of dog, the Saluka, came from Egypt
3: nearly 2,500 years ago?
1: Did you know in 1957 a Russian dog called Lakia was the first animal to fly to space?
0: Thank you to the students at Dramarama Academy of Performing Arts in Cork for bringing us this week's Did You Know. Fia, I believe you are a real dog lover, aren't you?
1: Yes, you are correct. I begged and begged my parents for a dog and then this Easter they surprised me and my brother and my sister by guessing my dog, Bruno. It was the best day of my life.
0: Oh, wow, that is an incredible surprise. And what's your favourite thing about having a dog?
1: Probably that at night time he would come up to my bed and just lie beside me. And also, if you ever want a hug, dogs are always there to give you a cuddle. (laughs)
0: That sums it up. Is being a dog owner what you thought it would be? Because I know you need to be very responsible to own a dog.
1: Well, before we got him, I drew up a list of the things I had to do. Number one was bring him for walks. Mm -hmm. number two was feed and water him right number three was play with him number four was
0: picking up his poo probably not the most exciting thing about owning a dog am i right yes (laughs) and any more this sounds like a wonderful list by the way and number five
1: is teach him lots of tricks
0: wow an incredible list and you do all those things for bruno do you Yes, I do. It sounds like you you really know an awful lot about dogs. Do you think you might like to work with dogs when you grow up?
1: Actually, I'm planning to open a bakery for dogs. It's going to be called The Barkery.
0: I love it. I will definitely be paying a visit to The Barkery.
1: In fact, another dog lover is our next guest. Taoiseach Micheál Marty, I'm very honoured for you to be with me today on KidCast.
4: And I'm absolutely honoured and delighted to be with you on KidCast today.
1: Thank you. My yes. first question is, I know the word Taoiseach means chief or leader in Irish, but what does it mean in government?
4: What it means in government is that I work with other people, ministers who are elected by the Dáil, to organise and run the country uh, with other people uh, as best we can. When I use that phrase, run the country, it means we make laws, um, we make sure that um, uh, the, the buses run on time. Very basic things like that. That's what government does on behalf of people. We listen to people, we talk to people to get ideas. Every day we have to think, how can we make life better for people?
1: So what do you do in your job every day and is it fun?
4: So we have a lot of meetings to make decisions on, on, on a whole range of, um, of, of issues. So last week we had a government meeting and you might have seen, I went on television then to say, look, we're going to lift restrictions in terms of COVID. We also allocate money to different areas of life. So saying, here's how much money we're going to give to education and to schools. Here's how much money we're going to give to clean up the environment, clean our rivers then you get to do nice things. So during the summer, I met the Olympians, the Roars and Skibbereen, after the Olympics. Uh, and that was very nice. And I hope to meet other Olympians as well. On Saturday, uh, it was quite fun. I went on some of our Navy ships, the naval ships, and we oh, went up and down Wow. Cork. Yeah, it was very interesting. You get to meet interesting people. Yes, it can be have fun. It's interesting and challenging.
1: Have you ever met Donald Trump?
4: No, I haven't. <laughs> Never quite met him. I've met President Biden, uh, but I haven't met Donald Trump.
1: Michael T. Higgins is our president. But what's the difference between a president and a Taoiseach?
4: Very good question. Uh, we have a written constitution, which is basically outlines the role of president and the role of Taoiseach. shirt gets involved in everyday stuff, everyday activity. Uh, the president is the head of state the number one person in the country, and in many ways represents all of the people nationally, but also internationally at um, ceremonial events. And the president has to check that the laws we pass and through government are legal or correct in terms of the constitution. So he protects people's basic rights as people.
2: Thank you.
1: Was it hard leading the country during COVID? Do you think we'll ever get rid of it?
4: It was hard. Uh, It it was very hard uh, for the last year and a bit to be leading the country through COVID. But I think the people of Ireland have been excellent working together. I think children have been fantastic. Uh, Children have gone to school. Children have adjusted. And it's been a very difficult time for children. Uh, Many events have had to be postponed. Sport, drama, dancing, Uh, So it's been very, very difficult, but I think we're we're coming through this. I do not think we'll ever be rid of the virus, but I do think we will be able to manage our lives with the virus present. And I think the vaccines are doing a good job protecting people from getting very sick from the virus.
1: I understand that you used to be a teacher. If you weren't Taoiseach, would you still like to be a teacher or is there another job you'd like to do? I loved teaching. Uh, I, I taught history and Irish, uh,
4: some English as well. Uh, I probably would still be a teacher. When I was uh, a child and a young person, I wanted to be a writer as well. well i to tell stories to my own children, Fia, and um, they eventually said to me, uh, maybe you should write some." some of those stories down as uh, 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 short story books.
1: <laughs> I'd like to read the book. So your son, Nihal A, plays football for Cork. Would that be your favorite sport?
4: Gaelic football, probably my father would have um, reared me in that sort of loving that sport, but we were we, we love all sports. My father was a boxer, so we like boxing and we watch boxing a lot. Yeah, he boxed for Ireland. I played soccer. I played Gaelic football, I played handball. When you come from Cork, you love all sports.
1: My next three questions is a quick fire round. Question number one, are you a dog or a cat person?
4: A dog person. My dog's name is Sutanta. He is oh. a Bichon Freeze. Yeah, yeah, he's a Bichon frieze uh, and oh. he's a T Taoiseach's best friend.
1: And his name's Bruno, so he's a Cavapuchon. He's very small. And does he
4: like um, sitting on the couch? Yes. So is the same. And since COVID, and my daughter is looking after him much more now, he he insists on being with us all of the time. And if he's ever alone, he starts howling.
1: That's the same with Bruno. Question number two What is your favorite food? Good
4: question. Right. An egg.
1: Oh, I like eggs too. Good choice. You're a tea shock. Do you like tea? I drink a lot
4: of green tea. I, I just adore tea and uh, I drink a lot of tea every day.
1: I like Earl Grey tea. I do drink tea at my Nana's.
4: Earl Grey is lovely. And I think it's important the cup you pour the tea into makes a difference.
1: That's a bit like my nana. She has loads of blue and white cups. They're very thin
4: cups. Yes. Uh, we, we, Yeah, they're lovely. And I have, lo- I have a lovely cup inside in the office that I got a present of uh, at my birthday last year. And then when I'm in West Cork, I have mugs that a puffer made what? that have the blue of the sea. Binds me of the sea all the time. It's beautiful.
1: My very last question... And probably the most important is, have you got any good jokes?
4: <laughs> jokes. I'm not great at good jokes. I, I, I could tell you some good stories, but we probably don't have the time for them here. Um, I could say, what do you call a bear with no teeth? I don't know. A gummy bear. Ha. What's a pirate's favourite letter? Uh,
1: R. Well done. Arr.
4: Excellent. <laughs> and why do bees have sticky hair? I don't know. Because they use honeycombs.
1: That's funny. <laughs> would you like me to tell you a joke?
4: Yes, I would indeed.
1: You've been in politics so long, you could say you've been there, got the tea shock. <laughs> <laughs> True. Tea Shock Me Hall Martin, thanks so much for chatting to me today.
4: Thank you for your questions. Well done. Give Bruno my regards.
1: I will, and same to Tanta.
4: Take care. Take care, bye. Take care, bye.
0: Well, that really was a very special guest this week. I think more than ever this year, we've probably seen and heard much more of our Taoiseach. And it's so lovely that he took the time out of what I can only imagine is an incredibly busy job to talk to us here at KidCast. So thank you again, Taoiseach Micheál Martin. Now, I've just realised we're probably going to need to get back into our togs and start that long swim back home again soon. So you're back in time to give Bruno his dinner. Sophia, don't keep our listeners in suspense much longer. How on earth did 20 people jump into a pool but 24 heads came back up?
1: I didn't say 24 heads. I said 24
0: heads. Oh. As in your forehead. Oh, your forehead! Oh, Fia, That's so annoying because that it's so obvious, and I should have got that one. I'm annoyed with myself. Very good riddle. I wonder if any of our listeners at home got that one. Well done. And if you at home have any good riddles, or facts, or reviews, or anything else you'd like to share with us, then just email info at kidcast.ie or message us at Kidcast Podcast on Facebook. We We'd love to hear from you, and we would love to find out where in the country you're listening from. Like this week's five high fives. High five, high five from Heather and Aaron in County Clare.
1: High five from Cape Olivia and my from High five from Henry. So and you in Nice. High five from Isaac and Olivia in Dundrum, Dublin. High High five five from Louie, Joey and and Rasa. From Galway. From Galway.
0: And a big high five to everyone who's tuned in this week. That's it from us. A huge thanks to everyone who took part in today's show. Kate and Dermot in the newsroom, Lara and Emily in England, Bobby and his mystery sounds, Siobhan and her brilliant books review, the students at Dramarama in Cork, and another Corkonian, our very special guest, Shock Miho Martin. But of course, the biggest thanks goes to our amazing guest host for episode two, Fia Walsh. I'm Kara O'Donoghue and you've been listening to KitCast. Tune in again next time and of course, subscribe. subscribe. Bye. Bye.